Welcome to Coffee with James on this Wednesday morning, the, the 13th of October, a time where you can stop and take time out from your day to reflect and to be enriched by the book of Philippians. Yesterday, um, we saw that Paul, he, he talked about standing firm. He talked about pursuing like-minded it's keeping the gospel at the center of your vision. It's keeping the gospel in front of you. And that, that so often we can get distracted. There can be petty preferences that can distract and push us to the side. Whereas Paul says, pursue like-mindedness. It, it keeps the gospel at the front. Philippians is a book of joy. It's a book of rejoicing. It's a book that you can see that the gospel has shaped Paul's life. And today we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, a verse that maybe you've heard before where it says, Rejoice in the Lord. In the October school holidays, it's a time where we often go away camping. We love to go camping up at Hastings Point and we go to Foster f- for a couple of days. And when we go to Hastings Point, I love it. You're in a caravan, you get to sit at the beach, you get to sit at the pool. Um, I, I love this picture at Hastings Point where I'm knee deep on sunset fishing for flathead and it, you have a smile on your face. It's a place of joy and rejoicing. I, I love it. But this year we missed it because of lockdown. We missed that moment of going away and, and relaxing. You know, it's, it's easy to write or it's easy to post on Facebook or to post on Instagram, you know, at the beach, here's a photo, look at this wonderful day, how wonderful I feel. Or if you've caught a big fish, it's like, wow, this is great. It's easy to post, it's easy to write about those things. Now, Paul, who's writing the book of Philippians, he, he's not writing from a caravan, he's not writing from the central coast on a beach on an overwater bungalow. In fact, Paul, he's, he's writing from prison. And he writes these words in verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Rejoice, he says, in the Lord. Why can he rejoice? It's He's rejoicing in the gospel. He's rejoicing in, in Jesus. You know, this is a man, he's in chains for the gospel. Many things can rob us of joy. There can be things every day that, 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 that we feel like rubber, rob us of rejoicing. You know, a child who didn't accomplish your hopes and your dreams for them. You know, your job hasn't turned out how you want, so it robs you of joy. Maybe you felt like lockdown has robbed you of all your fun. It's robbed you of joy. Maybe there's anxiety about a broken relationship that's gone south. That's robbed you of joy. And yet Paul here, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. He says it twice. When when are we to do this rejoicing he talks about? It's, It's always. He's saying rejoice always. You think, how, Paul? Because it's not grounded in his circumstances, it's grounded in Jesus. It's, it's grounded in the gospel. Did you notice it? Not only it says rejoice always, but it says rejoice in Jesus. With everything I've told you so far, says Paul, 
He rejoiced that Christ was preached, that he's exalted above every name. He's rejoiced that he has this righteousness of Christ that's been given to him, it's been imputed to him. And so Paul says, no matter what your circumstances are, you have every reason to rejoice no matter what you're going through. Why? Because he's not getting you to rejoice in your circumstance that you're in. He's not getting you to rejoice in your worldly circumstance. He's not getting you to rejoice in your job. He's not getting you to rejoice in your holidays. He's not getting you to rejoice in those things. But what Paul does in the book of Philippians, what he wants to do is he wants to take our he wants us to transcend that world. He wants us to transcend out of it and see a bigger reality. And he wants us to see what we have in Jesus. See, he's not saying, he's not saying, it's not this sort of macho, harden up, you know, rejoice in everything. It's without tears or mourning. No, no, it's, it's, it's not a form of rejoicing with no tears. It's, it's not a form of rejoicing with no mourning. It's not like we, we wash all that away. No, he's saying, it's, it's in the grounds, our rejoicing is in the grounds of Jesus that allows our tears to rejoice because of Christ. He's not saying those things are going to go away, but it will be in the midst of tears, it will be in the midst of mourning. There is a deep sense that we can rejoice in Jesus. See, he's not, he's not giving you a style of rejoicing. He's not saying, okay, go and rejoice and have your hands lifted high with smiles on your faces. No, the grounds of our rejoicing is Jesus. You notice that? Rejoice in the Lord. Because our joy is grounded in Christ. And Christ is above all our circumstances. And he says it twice. He's trying to make a point. He says it twice to get that point across. Because see, when we realize what we truly deserved because of our rebellion... The more we understand what we truly deserved, the more we understand our deep-seated sin, the more we understand that and we comprehend the love of Christ and what we have in him, it leads to rejoicing, overflowing rejoicing no matter your worldly position. It overflows. Rejoice in the Lord. See, yesterday we talked about there's conflict between two people. But as we rejoice in the Lord, they'll. When you rejoice in the Lord, there's no time to slander, there's no time to backstab. It's, there's really not a place for, for complaining because you, you've comprehended and you know more of who Christ is. There's no room for bitterness or hate, but a desire for holiness and godliness. See, it's in the midst of knowing God's grace and salvation in Christ that you can rejoice. It's in the midst of knowing God's salvation and his grace shown to me that I can rejoice even though we didn't get to go away on holidays. In the midst of COVID lockdowns, we can rejoice because of Christ. It's not, it's not, he's, he's, not, he's not pushing away tears. He's not pushing away mourning, saying don't do those things. It's, it's we can rejoice, though, in that. We can rejoice in, sorry, in Jesus because he's the grounds. 
He transcends. We rise above that. Paul takes us above all that to see the beauty and the wonder of Jesus in this book of Philippians so that the happiest man in Rome was Paul. The happiest man in Rome was Paul and he was in chains. May we rejoice in the Lord always. Paul says, I'll say it again, rejoice. Let's pray. Father, we have so much to rejoice. We have so much to rejoice in Jesus. May our hearts and our minds comprehend how wicked we were and yet how great your grace and your love was for us in Jesus that we can be like Paul to be the, the happiest man in Rome, yet he was in prison. Father, help us to rejoice, to rejoice in Jesus each day. Amen. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow.